All right, welcome to Wealth Cartel, where hindsight's a motherfucker. Our mission is to stop people saying, I wish I had to listen and to help people capitalize on everyone else's mistakes before making them themselves. In summary, our tagline says it all, turn our hindsight into your foresight. So we're just a couple of lads from the west and the central coast who grew up without really any wealth around us and used it to motivate us to make something of ourselves. Uh, along the way, mainly as we matured, we did a lot of things right, but more importantly, we made a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes that could have been avoided by not being know-it-alls and actually listening to what others had told us instead of thinking, no, not me. So my name's Akko. I'm a, a business, small business owner with a bunch of franchises called Penon Picasso at the moment uh, with large plans of building a large business portfolio. Uh, I'm Kingy. I'm a financial advisor looking to break the mold and what good advice should look like and start teaching people how to enjoy life to the fullest while also planning for tomorrow out of my business, Three Kings Wealth Management. Down here at Bella Vista Hotel, guys. Bella Vista Hotel has got a podcast um, room set up here for everyone to use. It's a great spot. Good little setup for us. Um, nice little backdrop as well, if anyone's seen the backdrop. So, yeah, if, if uh, it looks familiar to you guys, this is Bella Vista Hotel. Get down. Get down here. It's got great food, great drinks, great cocktails, a good little atmosphere, um, not just for the podcast. They come down for the podcast or come down for a feed and, and check the guys out. Uh, thanks for supporting us. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the episode. I tried to move to um, Sydney a while ago and it didn't work. Like basically I was just trying to trying real hard to get a job. I wasn't getting anything. I got minimum wage working at like Salsa's. Um, I'd just been signed to Bellator. I'd just come back to Australia to make sure that my camps were in Australia and they were a little bit more secure and, um, and I guess stable. And then, um, and then, yeah, like I was stressing about money. I was just like, man, I don't have this. I don't have that. And I moved back to the Gold Coast got the same three jobs I was working before I left. Everyone picked me back up. They were like, yep, we'll, we'll find a spot for you. You don't necessarily have an opening, but we'll find a spot for you because you're a hard worker. And um, I earned my money back. I started paying, I was paying rent. I was doing everything that I could do financially. And now like, it, it's funny uh, the other day I was speaking to someone and I was like, today I spend a hundred dollars more a week on rent than I did per month in Thailand. And in Thailand, I was stressing every week. I was like, how am I going to get money? I was like, I need to, my car still hadn't sold or something. I was like, mom, please like get that, get rid of that car so I can get some money in the bank. I was like, please do my tax. Like, cause she's like, she's a bookkeeper. Um, so I was like, please get the most out of my tax. Just just get me some cash. Get some money coming in. And I was like trying to become like a rep for like a random, um, like smoothie company. And I was trying to like, I was just trying to make things work. And honestly, like it all worked out in the end and for that reason like I was paying $250 a month for rent in Thailand and so it's not like money was that's like hard. the cost of, that's like my spend that on Uber Eats in a session <laughs> that's, like, that's like my that's like my, my spare office like, <laughs> yeah. I like spent three seventy on my tooth this morning and I was like I'm fine Like <laughs> that's a month of housing <laughs> yeah. right there what the can, hell? I, can I live yeah. in this yeah. can I live in this tooth yeah. <laughs> when you Literally. when you were in Thailand did you were you living like a Thai no, I like we were real lucky. Um, I had I linked up with two girls again. That manifestation linked up with two girls that I'd never actually met in person. We met on Instagram of all places. Um, because I, I literally messaged this girl and be like, "Hey, you used to live in Thailand. Where did you stay? I'm looking at accommodation options." She was like, "Oh, I'm actually going back around about May. When are you going?" And I was like, "May." And I was like, "That's mad." And she was like, "I've got another friend who's coming at May." She's like, "We should all get a house together." And she sent her friend to look at a couple of houses. We got a house. We lived in a three bedroom. Um two-story like townhouse 
and it was amazing, like for yeah, all of cool. us. Oh, how like, cool was that? Oh, it was awesome, and it was literally like Tiger was here. It was around the corner, next street over. So we weren't like on the soy, which is um where all the gyms are. Um, soy Tayed is like that main street, and you're just constantly like obviously seeing everyone. And sometimes you want to get a break, and you yeah, want to go back to your house and kind of like be like, all right, fuck off. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I've seen you like three times today. Please. Hi, how are you? Home. Fuck this again. I got really good. I got really good at that perception of like I've done Bali 21 times, and like I, I actually get recognized now and he says it every episode too. fucking did you hear that he's a fucking wanker <laughs> I don't get my fighter friends to smash you away <laughs> anyway so when you're when you're over there you can throw off I feel like you can throw off like this not I'm not don't approach me but Man, I've had enough. Not today, yeah. And and like you'll be walking past and you'll be like, Oh, you missed a grumpy today. Like he won't ask you anything, but he'll wait for you to get past and be like, Oh, why are you so grumpy? I'm like, Thank fuck you didn't ask me to <laughs> Like, Oh, you're right, I'm grumpy. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. But I love them. I love them. But there's days where you're like, Man, not today. And not like, everyone I'm not buying all the time, a six dollar like, fucking shirt today. Leave me yeah. alone. I'd literally like there's obviously seven elevens everywhere and I'd literally be like, that's the closest one. I'm going to go further away just so that I don't bump into someone that I know because today I'm like, I'm a very introverted person as well. Like I can be social when I want to and I can turn that on. But most of the time, like I'm an only child, like I said, and I've always spent time yeah, on myself. So I want to chill on myself and like a lot. And even like sometimes my house, like that was the first time I'd spent living with other people because I'd always just um, half leases with my mom, like um, because it was just me and her. So yeah. obviously we go mm. generally 50, 50 or, or like 60, 40 or whatever. And so it was like, I was like, man, like I need to get used to this whole constantly being in everyone's faces and them being like, Hey, do you want to hang out? And I'd be like, no, no. I'm tired. <laughs> like, and I'd say no a lot and it would be very strange for them. But then they understood like, that's just who Janae is. Like yeah. she doesn't always want to hang out. And when she does, she's awesome. But when she doesn't, she can that's just go me. hang out. Um, you, you're like, you're like an introvert, extrovert. Like when you're yeah. out, you're out. But I like, I said a because I, I see people every day for work. Like, I deal with clients every day. So I'm putting on my, my extroverted face all day oh, long. Boys. And so on the weekend, I'm like, babe, I just literally want to sit on the couch. Like, like I want to sit on the couch. Because my days, I'm in the office, I'm up down, I'm on the phone. <laughs> like, I get around. Post, this, post a photo a couple of weeks ago, fuck, I had a laugh. It, I, I love it. But fuck, it made me laugh. He's like laying Why with his dog and his missus. And he's like, we're having sleepovers with the dogs. And, and like, it was a movie night. And, I was, and then we went to watch a fight with him. He goes to his missus. He said to Jim, can the dogs have a sleepover tonight? <laughs> Fuck, I, I, look at, I looked at my wife and I was like, don't Animals get any, over humans. Don't get any fucking ideas. <laughs> the dog is not sleeping in our bed. I can't fucking That's something people, yeah. like on weekends, people, and like, always something on weddings and this, and I often will just go to gym and not go on. Like, I yeah. need my time just to, just, if, I don't get everyone, like, there's times I just, I, if I can just not do anything. If I get married again, I'm not coming. I'll hang out with B. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have a. <laughs> I'll just whoever's got the kid, I don't care. Kate, I'll just me and Kate hang out. All right, so that's, that was really good. One. Um, so the next one's health, right? So obviously health's super important, you know. Yeah. Without any one of these three things, you can't really live a fulfilling life. So with health, both physical and mental, what's something you'd go back and sort of tell yourself? Um, obviously you're starting to you're probably starting to feel injuries as a fighter now and things Always. going on. So yeah. what would you go back and tell yourself, both physically and mentally, to try and know? Don't eat too much taro. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had it? (laughs) No. Um, It's like, it's that crazy thing, like, um, prioritize financing your health. Like, I feel like a lot of the time I'd be like, yeah, I need a car or I need um, just material stuff, like just general things to get by. And for sure, you do need a car, but 
I would have much rather like now, now that I have money, or I don't have heaps of money, but now that I'm financially a lot more stable than I used to be, I'm like investing in things like my whoop band or like I'm, I'm being like, yeah, how many more physios can I get a week or how many, um, can I go get a facial just for the, and can I go get the app that will be for mindset and can I go to the psychologist and can I, like, I want to spend my money on these, can I go to the dentist? Like mm. these things are the things that I should have spent my money on. I feel like when I was a lot younger, I was working full time. I was working like 50 hours a week and just being like, yeah, I'll buy a, like a $10,000 car and get it on loan and, and pay off the variable loan. And like that mentality back then, like I understand that that was obviously like a safe bet and, and it was good at the time, but I would have really rather maybe spend five grand on the car and spend the other five grand, not in debt, on but maintaining on maintaining. Health. Yeah. And just looking after your health and, and things like private healthcare and stuff like that. It sounds so silly, but I feel like a lot of time we do prioritize the wrong things. Mm. And now that I am prioritizing all these other things, I'm so much more intuitive with my body. I'm like paying attention to even things like contraceptives and stuff. Like once I understood from working in health food, not to be putting an implant on in my arm, be putting like um, in my arm, sorry, and be putting like like synthetic progesterone into my body. How much I feel, I don't. My body doesn't really like agree with anesthetic very much. So even when I get my teeth done, I got my wisdom done awake. Like I got anesthetic, but I didn't go under. Ugh. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? Oh, I'm never you. fighting you ever. That she was knocked her own teeth out on fucking purpose. Never anyway. do that. Never you do got that. Your, I didn't you understand got, that. I wasn't. I was being a lunatic. Your wisdom teeth done without having anaesthetic. Like I, no, I got it with anaesthetic, but She's just the injection. Oh, what? So I just like sitting there the whole time with my mouth open. Who mate. chooses to do that? They're like walking in, like, hey, I need no, a shoulder, Rico. Fucking just let me do it while you're awake. Yeah. Well, you know, um, who is it? Is it a fighter? Is it a fighter? No, there's a. There's an actor, I think there's an actor or a fighter, one of them, they've been sober for like 16 or 18 years or something and they they were heavy like coke, heroin, everything. And they're so sober that when they go and get surgeries now, they do it non-anesthetic. Nah, fuck that. Awake, oh, like, like every that's surgery. That's not sober, that's idiotic. That is fucking shit. <laughs> they're so scared of a relax. They're so, a relax. No, like shit like that. Oh, yeah. Like they'll just sit there and, because they're scared Cause of a then, relax. And then you have to take like pain medication after. So they give them, they still give you pain meds, like, but it's just like Panadol oh, and shit. Oh, no. Yeah, bro. Like no anesthetic cutting. Them. Well, <laughs> my, my pussy mates fucking, I don't know, they had this contact to this anesthetic. They were getting their own anesthetic. And when we were getting tattooed. I went and got my, which I'm getting removed at the moment, I went and got my neck done. Me and my mate are sitting next to each other and he's like pulled his own needle out. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Where did you get that from? Well, oh, he's, that's mad. They, legit, he done like, he uh, both sides of his neck and like we were young and dumb, like young. And we had our mate, the <laughs> lower, like we had our mate, literally this dude was like, I'll fucking do it. And wiped him with an like alcohol swab and injected him. And that's how I could not, I'd, for a I don't tattoo. Know. Don't get the tattoo then, man. You know, if you can't yeah, handle it. Like yeah, like just, pussy. yeah just leave your wisdom teeth in if I you can't get it. I fucking do it. <laughs> 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 but even numbing cream, like in Thailand, you can get numbing cream over the counter and they're like heavy stuff. And I was like, man, I'm not touching that. Like, Yeah, go do, go do 16 like, straight. Oh, I don't know what that I is. I done 16 hours straight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking... There is no Mate, chance in the world. Numb, numb, put me to sleep. Wake yeah. me up in the week. Nah, I don't give a shit. I'm sitting through that. Seen, oh. Like my ex got like proper blacked out his back and his arms, both of his arms, and did like three days straight and then flew. And I've never seen someone so sick in my life. I was like, you look like you're yeah, going to die. Yeah, that, that's like, what happened to me. I got elephantitis in my fucking leg. I went and got my leg done. And I was in tremidol. I was like, you know, so I've had a couple of tremies and then, I can't drink on them. They make me crook. So I was like, fuck it. I won't have a drink for a couple of days first. I ate the tram and I was got the, the, the start of my leg done and then went back to get it shaded. 
and it's bit like it's fully black, you know. And then got on the plane and they pressurized it. Me and my wife sat down and they, as soon as they pressurized the doors, I felt, I was like, what the fuck's going on? They're, they're strapped in, we're about to take off. I'm like, I gotta get up, I gotta get up. And she's like, you can't, we're taking off. We got my fucking leg just instantly blew up from the trauma. Yeah. And now I'm heaps scared. I've got tats everywhere. I'm heaps scared <laughs> to go back. Like I <laughs> fucking like, need oh, yeah. to go to sleep, eh? Oh, yeah. It's like, man, we really just need to pay attention to the things that we can and can't endure. Like yeah. for that reason, like if you, if you're even bad on Panadol, just pay attention. Or if you maybe just be a little bit more intuitive with what's happening. And yeah. when you're, once you're intuitive, then you can, like you're saying, like how we learn to like know our bodies better. It's just, it calls for a much better quality of life. Like I, I love think. that. There's another conscious. This is the same it's thing. Just Everyone's just being conscious of exactly. your decisions. Constantly doing yeah. 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 Do things with intention rather than just going through the motions. Oh, I love this shit. podcast. I, mean, I fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. Shit done. <laughs> All right. Um, Did you see that old guy out there freaked out? And he's like, who the fuck is going Literally, he's in. No, he doesn't have to worry about us. Don't worry about us. <laughs> Fucking old man over here, kick your head in. All right. So then, so the third one that we talk about. So you know, obviously, uh, money. You know, you got you got to. This is my one. Yeah. So I'm the money guy. I'm you're good the health at this one. one. So the, you're the health person. He's the money dude. I'm the lifestyle one. That keeps so with, the, with, the, with the money one. The hard part that people people fall into one two categories, right? They spend like they live too much now and they yeah. don't think about later and they can't prioritize the health, etc. Um, or people do the opposite and they don't live enough. And the reality is we could all die tomorrow, right? So you've got to find, so what do you wish lifestyle was with the travel or just the things that make you not money, not the things that you do that make you feel good about your life, lifestyle that you spend money or not money on, what would you go back? What's some tips you, or you think you could go back and change to make sure you live maybe more of a fulfilling life or maybe you did or. Yeah. Well, I think like I was, maybe I would have maybe started this younger, but understanding the value of productivity and how much that made an effect to my mindset, like in my, my mental health productivity to, for me is like, if I'm not productive, if I'm not, if I don't have goals set, if I don't have things going, I'll get depressed, like straight away. I'll just feel like shit. I'll, I'll start like moping around and I'll be like, man, I've got no direction. I have no purpose. Yeah. And not getting stuff done and you're just, yeah, basically wasting away months and months. And like, especially in COVID even, I went kind of ended up going back to that a little bit just because there was no fights. So my fight got cancelled. I was like, man, what am I going to do now? All the gyms are closed. I'm like, I'm not training. Like, I don't mm. know what to do. Like, That would have been so hard for a lot of, I never thought of that, yeah. to be honest, when they closed. That would have been, there was dudes whinging about it. They just went to the gym. But for, for people that do it as a career. Yeah. That's, that would have been fucking It really hard takes to do. away like 90% of my time that I'm, I'm spending usually at the gym. Now I don't know what to do. I'm at home. And it was just like, I just really needed to come back, snap back into that idea that productivity is beneficial to everything, like quality of life, mental health, all that sort of stuff. And productivity can come from anywhere. It can be booking a flight to go overseas, even if it's for a holiday, even for leisure. It's just productivity. Like mm. it's having something to look forward to, setting things in place, moving towards it. And I think like once I was traveling, especially I like I was lucky enough that I wasn't material wasn't prioritizing material things because I couldn't because I, I couldn't take them with me I couldn't buy a car I couldn't do certain stuff so I was like man I'm prioritizing travel like I I fought in Hong Kong I literally went over by myself had no idea what I was doing won my fight came back and then my, oh, did you have a corner man or anything? Like, what? No, we were meant to, but for whatever reason, they um. Oh, my my original corner man was like, my visa won't allow me to go and come back. I won't be able to get back in. So you're gonna have to get somebody else. And then the promotion was like, we're not gonna change the flight um for somebody else. We've already paid for it. And uh, so for that reason, I went over by myself. 
Um, and it was pretty crazy because it was like my first ever international fight. I was like, how'd you win? Um, TKO second round, luckily. Um, I had come off a scooter too. So I had open wound, open wound. My <laughs> knee was open. I hadn't rolled in like two, two weeks or something. Cause I was like, I don't want to get staffed cause I've got all these open wounds. I really needed them to at least just heal over. Um, like that, you know, that like, yeah, just a layer. The Glad wrap. Layer, yeah, yeah. That little weird, um, film. And I was like, I just need that to happen. Then I can keep like and fight and I can, I don't want to pull out. Like I'm one of those people that will probably die before they pull out of a fight. And, um, and yeah, lucky enough, I went over, I ended up, manifesting i guess and and for a bit of the universe they came it came around um i met a guy over there he was a kiwi living in hong kong his this is from scottish um he was like yeah come to my gym and i'll get someone to braid your hair and i was like that's mad and then we're sitting there talking he's like do you have anyone to corner you and i was like no it's a wednesday as well very random he was like well i'm not doing anything tonight if you want me to corner you and i was like that would be amazing wow, even that's... if it's just to like carry the bucket or something <laughs> yeah, you know just give me my water yeah like, just yeah just give me the give water. Me some water yeah you're not going to tell me anything that i don't know already you're not going to change anything like we we met the day of the fight so it's not like anything's holy fuck. Change, but um that's yeah sick. That's um mad. absolute sick cunt too he was amazing um uh, Imagine today run out grabbing her own stool and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, you've got to put your head down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did something. Water, it was fit, like, fit. all I heard was, don't do that again. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> like, I did something <laughs> stupid. And I was like, yeah, cool. But it was amazing. Sweet and then, like, Vaseline on your eyes. Fight <laughs> down on that yeah. mouth guard, bitch. And then I got oh, staff when I came back, which was crazy. I must fight. have got it from Hong Kong. Oh. Yeah. Just from not having a shower quick enough and these kind of things that you end up learning over the way. And then it was like, um, my now manager at the time messaged me and was like, there's UFC in Singapore if you want to come let's meet up and let's talk about management and and I was like I've never been to Singapore like and I looked at the flights and it was like 70 bucks to go from Thailand to Singapore and I was like fuck it we're doing it yeah. my roommates were like yep yeah, we'll come and I was like mad that makes it easier on accommodation and stuff we went we went to the UFC we got like we were literally like four rows from the front it was like the fought? best ticket um Holly Holm versus Betch Koheya ah okay yeah yeah um, yeah and um yeah that yeah that was it Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure because I went to two, and then the the next year, yeah, the next year was Cowboy and and the other Cowboy. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, that would have been a cool one too. I love yeah. Cowboy. Cowboys. And um, it was just crazy. It was like, man, I was like, once I did that, basically, I was like, I prioritized that. It was one of the like best weeks slash experiences that I got to. Uh, like Singapore's amazing, all that sort of stuff. I really got to understand that I'm capable of traveling by myself and capable of like figuring out the travel and that kind of thing like um i got there first or something and i, I had to go meet someone at marina bay sands and i was like how do i do this jumped on a train figured it out got everything sorted did all the flights accommodation organized it for everyone and i was like yeah i'm capable and competent i'm independent i was like spend your money on this kind of thing and 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 especially for the next few years i mean like i was like 22 then or something um, so I was like, if I'm very different not life spending? to a normal 22 year old chick, <laughs> yeah. like, isn't it fucking crazy? Spend money just, on this stuff. This you is, just got this staff from Hong Kong yeah. with no corner, man. You're like, fuck it. Let's go to Singapore and hang <laughs> out. Like fucking cool. Going like, a manager. Cool Cause that's going to, and then obviously my manager has been with me this whole time. I like only signed him the first year and like pretty much the rest has just been based on the fact that we have a good relationship and he has given me all the, like I definitely credit him for the big opportunities that I've gotten since then and, and, and things like contenders and the, the Bellator fights and stuff like that. So, so it all worked out, but like the fact that I just had to gamble and invest in it. And now I've got friends that I met on that um, trip that I'll have forever um, that are in high places too. And it's all kind of worked out. All these things is like, that's, that's what you should prioritize. Not, getting a better 
like scooter to drive around Thailand and like spend the seventy bucks on going to go and Singapore. Buy, don't buy an Audi. Yeah. <laughs> And a jet ski. Um, <laughs> all right, so and a racehorse. And <laughs> get a Harley Davidson like I did the other day. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Will you ride? Uh, yeah, yeah. You so ride I, I ride in Thailand. I used to ride in Thailand. My ex and I had a bike, and then um, definitely from Canberra. Finally, and the Gold Coast. Where's, where's your yeah, Where's your patch, bro? <laughs> yeah, who, who, you, who you riding with? Some, somebody talks me. <laughs> I got, I got a contact for you. <laughs> I always wondered that too. I'm like. Can females be bikies? Because I'm like, mm. I'd be a mad prospect. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be doing that. I don't want to do it. But cooking barbecues and taking the beans I just want to offer Fuck to be that. there. Someone just oh. offer it to me so that my ego Let's get off that topic real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's a bit sensitive. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, let's summarize your chat, right? Let's summarize. If you could go back to yourself at 22 or whatever and just say in one sentence something simple that you would listen to, what would it be? To try and to try and fast track where you where you are now. Yeah. I Don't think, take the flight with Arlene on two weeks. <laughs> wait twelve weeks. Take that book. Before I do that <laughs> Yeah. Um, trust in the process and make good decisions. Those two things really, I think, just for that reason, just making like you're saying, just make, like taking time to make the right decisions. I'm at that point now, whereas I should have maybe been at that point about three, four years ago. Mm. I'm like, I don't really care about records that much because like once I explain my record to people or once they look into my record, they're like, okay, I see why it's like that. Um, and, and it has created the person I am today. And for that reason, I can deal with adversity more. I can deal with everything more because I've been through worse. But at the same time, it's like make those decisions um, a little bit more solid and, and understand them a little bit more. Take time to make the right decision for sure. Yeah, yeah cool. I hate the thing about records, like, and I do it. Everyone does. You look at a fighter and a record, and you think, oh, but, you're gonna look at the stats, aren't you? Yeah, especially if you're betting or something. You're just like, oh, yeah, five you and zero against the. That's right, but you, you got to. There's so much context behind it. Like, and if you're an, if you're an actual MMA fan, you watch a fight, and like, there's so well, many. Even fights. that Malaki, the last fight Malaki fought, like, that you sort of look at that and you go, well, if you remember that three years from now, that's a that's a win. That's yeah. a W, in my opinion. That's a W. That was an easy yeah. And you just sort of like there's a few times actually where we've we've gone fuck. Even I remember what fight was. Well, it you look at Malaki's a mate of mine, right? So mm. you look at Malaki, and we 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 were there for the the Whitaker Adesanya fight in Melbourne to for, for, yeah, for Jamie. Yeah. And if you watch both, like if you look at him, he's got two and zero record in the offset, right? Mm-hmm. And you go zero and two, zero and two, right? And you go, hmm. Yeah, he might be on his. You know, he might be need to consider what he's doing. But then you go watch those fights. You go. Fucking First nice. of all, the he, first one, he, he, he him, Brad, Brad Riddell, fucking bashed a, each other. Yeah. And that he's going to be. He's a top ten contender, Brad Riddell. It's not like Brad wasn't a good striker no, before Brad, he got yeah. into that. Brad Riddell, uh, Brad Riddell, be top ten in that division easily, easily right? Yeah. And then and you know that and then, and Jamie's still his toughest fight today. And then you go into that one there, which should have been a dub. Um, from his last fight. So, I, yeah, records, are, I fucking hate records. But it's not like when Jamie wasn't signed, everyone was just like, man, why the fuck is this cunt not getting signed yet? Because mm. everyone in Australia was just like, man, it should what be Jamie. What the fuck is going on yeah. with you? I remember there was a petition going around that was sharing shit and it was like, why? And I think I think maybe Ross Pearson started it. I don't know, but there was this petition and I kept seeing it and I didn't know who he was at the time. And then I went and had a look and it was like, and it was like, who's next in Oz? And everyone was like, fucking Jamie Malarkey, Jamie Malarkey. And I was like, who the fuck is this Jamie Malarkey? I rang my cousin who lives on the coast. He's like, yeah, he's a, he's a beast. Like, he's a fucking weapon. Yeah, we go, Jamie, we, we, so when we used to train garage fights, like Jamie and another mate up there, Benny Regan, who's like a kickboxing champion as well. And yet that's where we used to always train with them. And Jamie was always that young, lanky little kid, man. Because he started rolling, he was a gun roller. 
gone BJ. I don't know if he yeah. needs to use it more, but he he's gone rolling and we we fight there. So and, hard when you're when you're a ballsy cumbat. You just he just loves to scrap. He just loves to scrap. I said that at the Riddell fight. I said, boys, like because he's corner because my mate cornered him in the last one. I said, boys, he's got to. Like the reason Khabib's the champion is because he knows what his strengths are. He uses it, you know. That's where the the champions come from. Times, yeah. And I was like, but I said he's not, like he can scrap. He doesn't want to scrap with Brad. But then he's what he do? He scrapped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's so much more satisfying. I was like, oh, Dana will love that. Like I, was like, Dana, I was like, Dana, I was like, Dana will love that. That's fine. I, well, I actually read something. I think I read something yesterday where they were talking about like he like they're talking about offering him another contract. He'd be the only person ever to be zero and two and then re-signed. That's mad, yeah. I think he's, his contract's still working off. Nah, he's still got, but they're talking about re-signing him just prior to sure. just to make sure he doesn't Usually go Usually before your last sign on your contract, sometimes they'll re-sign you. Yeah, That's okay. Because yeah. I read yeah. yesterday morning, it was I, I can't think of where it was, but I read some. I spoke to Ross yesterday, I messaged Ross about his poxy fucking hotel food, and then I was reading an article and I asked him, and he was like, yeah, no, they've, they're offered, they've offered him something. Just based off of the performances alone, it doesn't matter well about the stuff. Too. Yeah, and because yeah. like I, a, a few people in Australia got cut recently, and it was sort of deserving for some of them. And it's just like at least we know that they are looking at the caliber of the fight yeah. rather than instead of the instead yeah. of the record. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So you've gone through the the hard questions. Last now, give us a plug. What are you doing now? Um, you know, who do you want to connect with? Who are you looking that you can help or that can help you? Who are your sponsors and what's next for you? Yeah, um, so November 5th, I can finally tell people. This will be probably the first time I've announced it on any podcast Is or anything. It? Yeah, yeah, if you get Ali, you yeah, fucking two of them, two exclusives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's really cool. November 5th, I leave next Thursday. We're getting that done in Mexican Sun against Jessica Meal. Um, I think it's 251, Bellator 251. I'm not sure. I'm going to get the numbers mixed up. But, yeah, but I'm super excited for that. I've been training for a very long time. I was meant to be fighting in um, Italy, and it fell through. And so this has been kind of like a bit of a longer camp, um, which is great. So it may sound like it's late notice. It was kind of late notice. It was about – I got about four weeks. Um, but still, I'm definitely prepped and ready um, for that reason. Stay ready be, so you don't have to get ready, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I'm not always like that. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not one of those people. I'm a fight and then binge kind of person <laughs> everyone knows me for that but but at the same time like because I just know that that works for me like crashing myself out sometimes and running myself into the ground doesn't always work and especially for my mental health and stuff sometimes it'll just get too monotonous and I'll lose the love for it so so I really like to maintain the love for training but still eat and, and kind of do whatever on my off seasons but um but yeah so for that reason we've got um some financial spots opening um for my um kit and stuff it's it's on late notice so it will have to be all done by next thursday um but at the moment i already have my my good sponsors like uh ruka obviously is a big one combat nutrition um my sweat deck is always on board um those guys are from the u.s and they're really great um we've got our oh, mma fight store which are also kind of my work so i have to kind of plug them anyway because i want them to do well and um and then yeah a few guys are jumping on um board for this next fight um uh I, I always forget how to say it. Um, BF. It's because it's fuck nine to five. That's what their actual name is. But I, I never know how to like what abbreviate is it? it because fuck nine to five. It's basically just like. I've seen something the, like that. I've seen system. something. Yeah. I've seen that on Instagram. Aline probably had some stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, BF59 or BF94. Yeah, I've seen Super, something. super supportive of Australian MMA and Australian like sports people and they jump on board. They're a really small company right now, but they're, they're growing and they're, they're sorting their shit out and, and their whole aim is basically 
supporting those people that don't do conventional ways of life, that yeah. aren't following the system. Yeah, yeah, so that's cool. I love that. Dan will, uh, talk to Dan after this. He likes to sponsor every single person that comes on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, Matt. Yeah. No, I had a and conversation then, um, with my financial advisor last week, and he advised me hey, hey. spending too much money. <laughs> we, 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 we can have a chat, but oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll allow this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love Harley Davidson to jump on board Fuck yeah. Actually, I know a dude. I know a dude that owns the Harley on Blackdown Road. We can have a chat, well, maybe. Yeah, we won't be able to stuff that out. It was just like a fucking. I want a jacket and stuff. Like I bought my bike, and I was like, I can't afford these jackets. Like, <laughs> I can afford the like bike, I but could, not the but jacket. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I could, but you should have included that in the finance. Yeah, but it's mad. But um, but yeah. So yeah, just just sorting stuff out. Um, probably have some more stuff coming up. I mean, um, one of the really really cool things I love to tell people now that I can tell people is that we've got some campaigns coming out with both. Um, I um collaborated with those guys. Um, I've got two like advertising campaigns and one that I'm really, really passionate about is my, it's going to be like a short film documentary, um, basically on me and my little story and a little bit of an interview and stuff, a little bit of me training. Um, and I'll obviously, um, promoting their products as well at the same time, but I'm just super stoked to have linked up with them and, and have a good opportunity working with them. And, um, and then, yeah, we'll come back in and get some more things done. Um, I'll be at 12 rounds, Gregory Hills soon as well. Um, working with those guys, help building that gym, new gym up, um, um, it's opening mid-November, and so yeah, I'll be I'll be doing some private everything stuff happening. Out of there. Yeah, well, I mean, you sound done. like that's good. I, yeah, I, I love that. You've got a you know you've got a lot on your plate, and um, so you should, so you should with with what, where you're going in the sport and that. Building that believe. brand, build yeah. that brand, girl. Always do more, do, do as much as you know. possibly can yeah. before you die. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you, you know, you've spoken a lot about backing yourself during the podcast, man. I feel like you you know you've got to stand to that. We can feel that, and I think. Um, I think it's mad. Like we're we're you know we're in, we're a bit surreal at the moment. We're pretty lucky to be able to sit with people like yourself and you know and and like be able to have a a meeting with with Zan and and like to be able to talk to people on this level, you know, because essentially what we see ourselves as the business side of what you guys do is like we're not fighters or, but we feel like our mindset are the same. You know, we mm. we we're not going to stop till we get to where we want to go. And like this is our hobby. Essentially, we don't get paid to do any of this. We we love what we do and we love to be able to sit with people like yourself we we figured out last week that we um we actually think we've taught or learnt more ourselves than the people we're trying to help yeah and to me that's fucking more yeah we, we don't have the the most followers ever like we were trying to build that base obviously right. but um you know it's awesome we, we figured out i think last week we've we've had four thousand people watch our episodes and there's and every single person watched has gone oh my god like i got this much out of that and this much out of that <clears throat> that's that's the best you know and we love Speaking with people like you, you know, we, we both we both sponsored Arlene for a fight. It was pretty surreal to see my little finance logo up on an international stage. That was yeah. pretty cool. Even though it, there was no marketing yeah, material no or whatever. It was, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but no, uh, reach out to everyone. You know, that, that's Janae. We thank you so much for coming on. That was a really good chat. Um, you know, good little prospect coming out of Australia. To, well, already already out of Australia, but um, that we didn't get behind. And if you you want to chat to chat to Janae about about sponsorship and, and jumping on, make sure you do that. Is there any services that you're looking for? Like, do you you need do you want to be hooked up with any uh, physios or anything like that? Have you got all that sorted? Is there um, any? I'm kind of sorted. I, like, I am paying for my physios, but I'm I'm happy to be doing that at the moment because there's people that are familiar with my body and stuff. I'm kind of good. Um, at the moment, like weirdly, I guess the cool thing about COVID is that somehow I've popped out financially stable yeah. more stable than i was before which is crazy and this is the first fight ever that i'm fighting for me not for the money like in a sense not ever but in a sense like it's been a struggle and obviously the traveling and stuff put me behind so every every bellator fighter was like okay i've, I've 
gotten to credit to, to get through these camps and stuff. And this is the first time where I'm like, you know what? Like my teeth broke, toes broke, it's all good. I, I've got money in the bank. And so this is all just out of love. And this is watch out, watch out, watch out, good yeah, you fight now. It will be yeah. purely just for me. And I think for that reason, dealing with the adversity that I have in this camp, it'll come out to be one of the best performances because I know the things like Hong Kong, those kind of things, the adversity really just pushes me and uh, and ends up, ends up coming out in my fights because I, I back myself. So. Okay, well, good luck for that. Excited. And, and um, good skill. Best, yeah, good, good best skill. of skill. Best of, yeah, you've corrected me, you motherfucker. I started. <laughs> you corrected me, you know. Oh, I got told um, by the city kickboxing guys that that was a thing, and then I just have said it ever since. I was like, that's so much better yeah, than saying good luck. Fucking it is, 100%. Fuck luck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let us know when you get over there. If uh, Would it be on Optus again? Would it be, you reckon, it'd be yeah, yeah. same sort of style? Uh, we're just, like you guys are saying, it's fucking hard to watch it in Australia. Um, but yeah, um, generally, I'm hoping that I am on the prelims. It sounds crazy, but I, I'm hoping I am just because it's a lot easier for the guys in Australia to watch it. So On the prelims, if, is it? Yeah, yeah, prelims is on the Bellator app or on the um, Bellator That's website. Right. I didn't even know there was a Bellator Yeah, so they have an app and they stream it. Sometimes if it doesn't work, grab yourself a VPN and just redirect it to obviously the US. So that just go crack play. streams. Yeah. <laughs> fucking I crack literally streams. use it exactly. Crack streams. We're going to cut that. No, well, we but can sometimes it's really hard, man. Yeah. Really like, hard. We, we like, showed up to Lone Star the other day, and uh, I was like, "Hey, can we watch the fights?" And, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll get it on." I was like, "No, no, they're fighting now. Yeah. Like, get it on." And they're like, "Yeah, we'll get it on." I was like, "Listen, uh, you fucking need to put the fight on. <laughs> I've got it on my phone. That, like, I'm yeah, like, fucking hell, man, get the it. fucking fight on." Yeah, we, well, I was gonna go do it all properly because I like, you know, I buy every card yeah, and stuff. View. It was gonna cost me about. $250 to get a set-top box, subscribe. Set, yeah, I, I was, was doing like, that too. I was like, fuck, fine. I was like, finally, we can sort this out and I'll do it Yeah, do but it if we start sponsoring all the fucking Bellator athletes, we probably should invest in a, in a set-top box. But still, like... Well, that can be the sponsorship. We'll, we'll buy your set-top box to watch your own fights back. conversation <laughs> with the guys because it's really hard to watch, but if... Yeah. I don't think... Do, do you reckon they realise how big MMA is here? I don't, I don't think they realise. I don't think... Because they're really trying to hit that UK market. They've looked after Europe. Um, they're trying to sign... Like, they just um, signed Beck Rowling. So, they they are trying to gravitate towards the Australian, Australasian market. But I think um, just at the moment, it's been, like, hard for them to figure it out. And I guess <coughs> we're just so far away from everyone. We're look, And people don't realise... Like, once you travel, you realise how behind Australia is sometimes in some things. Like, yeah. we are a first world country, but, yeah, westernised... We are. Very, we are very behind in tech. Yeah, yeah. Behind, yeah. So we'll sort that out soon, hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, cool. watch it where you can watch it, guys. Yeah, we'll watch it. Wait, we'll be watching it. Don't you worry. Appreciate it. Thanks, right, thanks for, thanks for coming us on. on. I really What's the prediction? Um, second round ticket. Fucking no. Yeah. I'm going to put it down. Yeah, you heard it. <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks for coming on. Awesome.